بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله ثم الحمد لله we begin, we begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and by thanking him Jalla Jalaluhu for once again gathering us to, today on the day of Al-Jumu'ah in one of his blessed masajid Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama he said in a hadith that from one Jumu'ah to the next is a kafaratun lima baynahuma for every Jumu'ah that we attend from one Jumu'ah to the next Jumu'ah is an expiation of our sin it's a wiping away of sin so we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we thank him for gathering us once again in one of his masajid and that we ask him, uh, we ask him that he forgives us, forgives, us, forgives us of our sins. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. And especially during the blessed month of Ramadan. Ayyuhal Muslimun, nearly half of Ramadan has left. Today will be the 13th of Ramadan and in Many masajid, not most of the masajid, will find that they are reciting the 15th juz of the Quran for Salatul Tarawih. For Salatul Tarawih, which means by the end of Tarawih tonight, we will complete half of the Quran. Half of the Quran will be finished. And this is a clear indication that time is moving, that the month is going by. That the days of Ramadan are moving and they are moving swiftly. Just last week we spoke about it being the first Jumu'ah of the month. And today, Wallahul Musta'an, we are mid-month. We are mid-month. Next week you will hear about the last 10 nights. The last 10 are about to begin and what we should do in the last 10 nights of Ramadan and so forth. Subhanallah. But this is the life of this dunya. It passes by swiftly. And time does not return. Our time doesn't return. There's no value to time. Especially when it's the blessed or the best of times. Times wherein our reward is multiplied. Times wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts our dua. Accepts our dua. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned to us that from amongst the duas that are not rejected, is the dua of the fasting person. Is the dua of the fasting person. Which means, from the moment we start fasting until the end of the day, until Maghrib, our duas are accepted. Our duas are accepted. So dua is not only accepted at the time of iftar. Dua is accepted for as long as we are fasting. Subhanallah. The Prophet also mentioned that every night there are slaves from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frees them from the fire. Allah decrees that these are going to be the slaves that are going to be saved from Jahannam. Every night on Ramadan this is what happens. These are the best days of the year. These, this is the best time of the year. Walhamdulillah. Our main objective for, from fasting this month is لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ 
as has been elaborated upon previously. I'm sure we've been hearing this throughout the month. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامِ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ That the main objective behind fasting for you and for those before you is so that you achieve taqwa. Is so that we become people who are fearing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who are conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ayyuh al-Muslimun, half of the month has passed. We now need to introspect each and every single one of us. Each and every Muslim now needs to ask himself. Half of Ramadan has gone. We've heard reminders upon reminders. We've heard, we stood in the salah for Qiyamul Layl, for Taraweeh. But have we become people of taqwa or not? Have we gotten closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not? This is the question every Muslim must ask himself. If we have, alhamdulillah, may Allah increase us. And if we haven't, then time is running out. Time is running out, we need to change now. We need to use this month and opportunity to change now. Have we given up bad habits? Have we changed our ways from before Ramadan? Have we spent our time better with regards to the worship of Allah? Our sins that we accumulated before Ramadan, have we cut them out? This is the question each person needs to ask himself. Where am I spending my time? Is it in front of the television? Is it in front of Netflix? Is it with YouTube? Is it with... And if it is with YouTube, what am I watching? Because there's khair, there's good things that we can spend watching and listening to. And there's also sharr, there's also evil. There's also haram. There's also things that's just a waste of time. All of these things we need to ask ourselves, introspect. Because Ramadan is going by. Before we know it, it's Eid. And then we are going to say, well, we'll maybe make tawbah in the days of Dhul-Hijjah. And after that, we'll be again planning for Ramadan. But wallahi, make this the Ramadan like it's your last Ramadan. Live as if you're not going to see another Ramadan. The great Imams of the past, the Salaf of the Ummah, the righteous predecessors, it is narrated from them that they used to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for six months. Asking him to get them to the month of Ramadan. The entire year was based upon this month. The entire year was for Ramadan. They worked for Ramadan. They couldn't wait for Ramadan. For six months before Ramadan, they're making dua, Allah, balighna Ramadan. Oh Allah, let us reach Ramadan. Oh Allah, do not take us away before Ramadan. Oh Allah, do not let us pass away before Ramadan. They made dua for six months. Just to reach this month. Once they reached this month, they dedicated themselves to worship. We mentioned last week how some of them re- recited, how many khatams they recited. Some finished the Quran every three days, some every day, some every day and every night, like Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah and others. They dedicated themselves. And then, for the next six months or five months of the year, they would make dua to Allah, Oh Allah, accept our ibadat. Oh Allah, accept our Ramadan. Oh Allah, accept our Ramadan. 
This was the way they lived. The pinnacle of the year, the goal was what? Was to reach Ramadan and make use of Ramadan. Before Ramadan, they made dua to reach. After Ramadan, they made dua, oh Allah, accept. Oh Allah, accept. Oh Allah, accept. And the next year comes, oh Allah, bring us to Ramadan. Do not deprive us of a Ramadan and so forth. This is to show us how much importance the great imams gave to this month. How much they lived to be in Ramadan. The ayah in Surah Baqarah, Ya ayyuhaladina amanu, kutiba alaykum musiyam, kama kutiba aladina min kablikum laalakum tatakun. The next ayah Allah says, Ayyaman ma'dudat. Ayyaman ma'dudat. It's just a few numbered days. It's not the whole year. It's only ma'dudat. It's a few days. It's a few numbered days. That Allah expects you to strive. That He wants you to fast. That we be standing taraweeh. It's only a few days where the gates of Jannah are opened. And the gates of Jahannam are shut closed. What does this also mean, this hadith? It means two things we can at least touch on. Number one, it's an indication of Allah's mercy. He shut the doors of Jannah, He's opened up the doors of Jannah. But it's also like a calling to us. It's as if Jannah is calling you and saying, O slave of Allah, come. The doors are open. It's inviting you to come. And it's as if the doors of Jahannam are saying, O slave of Allah, move away. These doors are shut closed. Do not work for Jahannam. Stay far away from this place. The doors are shut during this month. And it's only in these few numbered days that the shayateen are shackled. That the shayateen are chained. It's a few numbered days. So do not waste them. Do not miss out on them. Because there's no days like these days. Subhanallah. It's the month of the Quran. The month of the Quran. Ask yourself the question. How much have I sat with the Quran? How much of the Quran have I recited? Ask yourself the question, how much more could I not have done? And how much am I not going to do from today? Because the time is going by. How much of the Quran have I sat with and contemplated over? How much tafsir in the English language have I read? How much translation of Quran have I sat with? Try to reflect over what is my creator saying to me. Not my mother, not my father. Not my child or my spouse or my brother or my sister. What is my creator saying to me? What is Allah Azza wa Jal saying to me? Compare this to how much WhatsApp messages we read. How many Facebook statuses we read. How many Instagram posts we spend time on. Compare this to the amount of Quran that we sit with. Wallahu al-musta'an. It's ayyam al-ma'dudat. Make use of these few days. Likewise, it's the month of Qiyam. It's the month where we learn to stand in front of Allah. Taraweeh. If we haven't been attending, ayyu al-Muslimun, it's not a fard. No one will say it's a fard. But the reward in taraweeh, you are not going to get like in any other time of the year. The reward that we find in taraweeh, your sins are forgiven. If you pray with the imam, if you pray with the imam until he completes, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, you get the reward of the whole, of the whole night. You stood for a half an hour. 
one hour at best, you get rewarded for standing the whole night in Qiyamul Layl. Who of us can do this? Who of us can stand from Maghrib to Fajr? That's the night. Standing in front of Allah in Salah. But here's the trick. The Prophet Sallallahu is telling us, here's the shortcut. Pray, come to the masjid. Pray in jama'ah until he's completed. Strive against your nafs. Fight the laziness. Fight the tiredness. Fight the weakness. Push through because the reward of Allah Azza wa Jal is the best, is the greatest. Your reward will be as if you stood the entire month, or afwan, the entire night in Qiyamul Layl. It is the month of Tawbah. It's the month where we rectify our fears. The Prophet wasallam, in a famous hadith, he ascended the mimbar. And three times he said, Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. The Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, you said Amin three times. And he mentioned, as I stood, Jibreel came and he made a dua and I said Amin. He made a dua and I said Amin. Jibreel said to him, may the person's face be rubbed in dust, meaning may this person be humiliated. May he be humiliated. The one who reaches Ramadan, and he doesn't achieve the forgiveness of Allah. Ramadan comes and goes. But this person hasn't repented. This person hasn't changed. He's continued with the same bad habits. The same sins. The same custom. The same. Not, nothing's changed. Jibreel, the best angel, made dua. And the best of creation, the best of all messengers said, Amin. On the mimbar in the masjid. Can this dua be rejected? Subhanallah. What this tells us, ayyuhal muslimun, is it's not an option. It's not something that's make tawbah, don't make tawbah, carry on. It's, it's, you know, by the way, may the person's face be rubbed, may he be humiliated. The person who comes to this month and doesn't change. He's not forgiven. He carries on. Stubborn. Haughty. Refuses to reconcile with his family. That he's cut off. With his mother, with his father, with his brother and sister. Refuses to give up the sins of looking at haram. Listening to haram. Spending time in gatherings of haram. And the sins are endless. May Allah rectify our fears. Because Allah is ghafoor rahim and he loves that we make tawbah unto him. It pleases him that we make tawbah unto him. But this is the month of tawbah. If we do not repent in Ramadan, when are we going to repent? The reason those shayateen are shackled is to make it easy for us. Less distractions, less waswasa in the ears. Less distractions in the mind. Make it easy for them. That's what Allah is saying. Make tawbah now, rectify now, fix up that which is between you and Allah. Your private sins, fix it up. Nobody knows about it except Allah. Fix it up now. Your public sins, that which is with you and people. Enmity, oppression of others, mocking others, backbiting, swearing, slandering. Stop it now, fix it up now. If it's not going to stop now, when is it ever going to stop?
It's the month of rectification. This is the purpose of Ramadan. Allah sends us this month to, to make it easy for us to rectify our affairs. We are not people who are, there's a term, we don't like the term Ramadan Muslims, where we only worship Allah in Ramadan. But what is the purpose of Ramadan? Is to bring us back to the straight path. We are Muslims throughout the year, but we stray, we are weak. Every son of Adam is a sinner. The purpose of Ramadan is just to bring us back. Come back to the path. Stop the sins. Stop the bad habits. Rectify the affairs and you're back onto the path. Alhamdulillah. Achieve the forgiveness of Allah. It's a boost. That's what Ramadan is. To end off, ma'dudat, we said, it's a few numbered days. And wallahi, it's the best days of your life. It's the best days of your life. If we were to ask those in the graves, may Allah have mercy on them. If we were to ask them, what is it that you long for? They would say, I wish I could come back and experience one more day of Ramadan. In a hadith from Abu Talha, Talha ibn Ubaidillah, Talha ibn Ubaidillah, he narrates that two men from Bali, they came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and both these two men became Muslim together. Two men, they reverted, they became Muslim together. And the one man, he was known to strive hard in worship. He was an abid. He was someone who was known to be someone who strove hard. Lots of salah, Quran, sadaqah, and so forth. When they went out for jihad, the one who used to strive, he was martyred. And he died as a shaheed fi sabilillah. The other one, he lived. And he died one year later. He died one year later. What then happens is, Talha, the narrator, he says, I had a dream. And in this dream, I was at the gate of Jannah. And I saw these two men. And someone came from Jannah and admitted the one who died second. The one who died a year later, he went into paradise first. Then he came later and admitted the second one. The one who died, Afwan, the one who died first, who strove harder, he entered Jannah second. The one who strove less, but he died a year later, entered Jannah first. Then the man came back to him, or the person from Jannah came back and said to Abu Talha, Abu Talha, go back, your time has not yet come. Yani, he's still going to live. The next morning, Talha narrated this dream. And the people were surprised. And this reached the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he said, why are you so amazed at this story? What is so surprising? He said, ya Rasulullah, the one who died first, strove harder in worship. And also he died a mujahid on the battlefield as a martyr, fi sabilillah. How could he have entered Jannah second? The Prophet said, The one who died second and entered Jannah first, did he not live for another year? They said, Yes, he lived for one more year. And he said, Did he not reach one more Ramadan? And he fasted that month? And he prayed during that month? They said, Bala. Indeed, Ya Rasulullah, he did. 
And upon this, the Prophet said, The difference between them is like the difference between the heavens and the earth. What, is the, what, is, what did this man have over the first one? He lived for one more Ramadan. That one was more pious than him. He strove harder than him. He had a more honorable death than him. But one more Ramadan of worship in front of Allah, of proper fasting, fasting of the limbs, of the tongue, of the sight, of the ears, proper fasting with taqwa, standing in front of Allah with sincerity during the night, dedicating himself to worship. One more Ramadan elevated this man beyond that of his companion. What we learned from this hadith is the value of Ramadan. It's the best days of your life. Wallahi, it's the best days of our life. If, if one of us, if one of the dead from amongst us could come back, you would long to come back for Ramadan. You would wish to be where we are today. So our message is very simple. Fix up what is between us and Allah now. Make this the month of rectification and maximize this month. Cut yourself from the... Put your phone off if you have to. Put your TV off if you have to. Pack it away if you have to. But turn yourself to Allah Azza wa Jal in this month. Ayyaman ma'adudat. It's a few numbered days and half the days are gone. Half the month is gone. It's not coming back ever again. And we have no guarantee we're ever going to see these days again. We have no guarantee we're going to see the last 10 nights. We have no guarantee we're going to see next week Friday or even tomorrow. Wallahu musta'an. So we change now. And we use this month now. If it's not going to be now, then when? This is the question we need to ask ourselves. It's introspection. Barakallahu feekum. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Shadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka. Wa atubu ilayk.